This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 2nd of August. In your squiz today, rate rises and the property market, Russia's naval plans, tweaking time, and pickles on pizza. This is your squiz today. It's the first Tuesday of the month. The Reserve Bank is set to meet and it's pretty much assured that interest rates are going to rise. As we know, interest rate rises are a mechanism the RBA uses to try and keep inflation in check. And with Treasurer Jim Chalmers now predicting inflation will hit 7.75% by the end of the year, we're set to see a few more of them. Somewhere they're having a big impact, Claire, is on the property market. Yeah, that's already happening. And it was only May that interest rates have started to go up. So it hasn't been that long, just three months uh, also since rising interest rates have taken hold. Uh, but housing prices have come back significantly. Uh, what we learned with the end of the month of July uh, from CoreLogic, who are a group of property analysts, uh, they say that the worst affected market in that month was Sydney. Prices were down 2.2%. Prices down though across the board. And what AMP capital economist Shane Oliver says is that it's quite worrying that housing prices are coming off so rapidly. He said that the last time that it's happened uh, was during the mid-1980s and that was before a very severe recession uh, and also during the GFC. Uh, In those days, the RBA was able to turn things around by cutting in interest rates. Uh, but of course, the RBA has to raise interest rates at the moment to try and manage inflation. So that's a tool that's been taken away from them. So as we've said a few times in recent weeks, things are pretty tricky. <laughs> tricky economic times. It's the new unprecedented times, Claire. <laughs> it's all part of this bigger picture of rising costs. Tough for homeowners as their mortgages go up, but tough for renters out there right now too. Yeah, renters in some markets are going up quite significantly and that's due to a lack of supply. Uh, Also, you only have to go to the shops or try and fill up your petrol tank to know that grocery and petrol costs are up quite a bit. Um, Gas prices are increasing due to supply issues. Uh, And also when you go to the pub, uh, beer is also going up (laughs) quite significantly. So you just can't turn a trick at the moment. No, if you were looking to drown your sorrows in a pint or two of beer, it could set you back as much as 15 bucks at your local pub with a tax hike about to come into play. Ouch. In international news, a month-long UN conference on the non-proliferation of nuclear weapons has begun in New York. It's expected that the AUKUS deal and Australia's plans to acquire nuclear-powered submarines is going to come under scrutiny. So just to back that up a bit, non-proliferation just means that the United Nations uh, and the countries that are signed up to that treaty don't want nuclear weapons to spread 
much. So it's a treaty that is very tightly managed. Uh, It sees countries come together to discuss developments when it comes to nuclear technologies. And of course, the biggest game in town uh, of the last couple of years has been that AUKUS agreement where Australia, for the first time, will get nuclear technology because those submarines that are going to be built are nuclear powered. Uh, It's something that Indonesia, our neighbour to the north, has put its hand up just in recent times to say that it's not that comfortable with it. They haven't named Australia, but when they talk about new countries developing this sort of technology, they're talking about us. Uh, Also, China has very strongly pushed back. So it's a month-long meeting to talk about these sorts of things. We can probably expect for it to be raised in the news again during this month. In his opening remarks at the conference, UN Secretary-General Antonio Gutierrez said that amidst rising global tensions, humanity is just one misunderstanding, one miscalculation away from nuclear annihilation. It's a pretty sobering thought. Over to Russia, they've outlined a new plan to become a great maritime power. They've published a new naval doctrine that also puts the US firmly as their main rival. So Russia's just had their Navy Day and Russian President Vladimir Putin has delivered a speech about exactly what the strategy is for Russia when it comes to the oceans. Uh, What he says is that the Arctic and the Black Seas are areas of focus where they want to boost their presence. Uh, The Black Sea is just south of Ukraine, uh, so it really is that pocket that they're really targeting through uh, trying to capture the south of Ukraine and the Arctic, of course, is to the north. To also highlight the United States as the main threat is something that will cause repercussions where the United States is looking uh, at that rebalance of power that's happening at the moment. Part of that new naval doctrine is a pledge to use military force in the oceans if other avenues are exhausted. They plan to get started by delivering these powerful Zircon hypersonic cruise missiles to Russia's naval ships within months. As if daylight savings isn't enough to wrap your head around, Claire, it turns out that clocks are actually slightly out of time. Earth experienced its shortest day on record on the 29th of June by a whole 1.59 millisecond. But the people who adjust the time are scratching their head as to why. And... What they think is that it's down to the earth wobbling. I didn't know that the (laughs) earth wobbled, but it's an effect called the Chandler wobble. And what scientists think is that the tides, the moon, even climate change could affect the speed at which our earth rotates on its axis. And a few milliseconds doesn't sound like a lot. It's not even a full two milliseconds, 1.59. That can throw some really important technology off. And normally the people that adjust the time move the time forward slightly, but now they're having to move it back. As you say, it could throw a whole bunch of systems out of whack. It's one of those stories I'm glad that I asked the questions and you have to explain them, Claire. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty interesting stuff, though. This whole thing could see us move to atomic time and sever ties with solar time. That's a whole thing. I'll put the link in your episode notes if you want to have a bit more of a read. A quick message now from our podcast partner, 
BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. There's been a lot of TV shows made over the last 25 years, so having someone rank the best ones can be helpful. In the UK, one publication has put it to the vote and BBC's Call Midwife has come out on top. And I quite like the UK lens on these things. Mm. Of course, you see a lot of these lists coming out of the United States and North America and and sort of more focused on Netflix and those streaming services. Radio Times is the publication in the UK that's done this and it's sort of looked back uh, at those big BBC, ITV, Brit kind of programs, which is a bit of my jam. Uh, Called The Midwife, though, is one that I haven't really got into that much. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that definitely on the list. It's top of the list. 25% of the vote is what it got. Uh, It's about, surprise, a group of midwives um, (laughs) who work in East End London uh, in the 1950s. And it's during, of course, that time of social change. So that sounds quite interesting. I could get into that, I reckon. Um, Rounding out the top spots Doctor Who was never a Doctor Who fan Mm. so I'll let that go to the side Um, Line of Duty which I really got into uh, and Sherlock and then it does get a little bit more international with Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones making the list no great British bake-off though Claire oh yeah that's a great show and no antiques roadshow I'm I'm a bit upset about that well I'm very upset about that (laughs) love antiques roadshow (laughs) definitely a squeeze favorite that one Now, the question of pineapple on pizza still seems to be one of life's undecided questions. You're either firmly for it or against it. But this new one could really set the foodies going. Pickles on a pizza, Claire. Discuss. I'm still back at the stage of where the chicken has a place on pizza, but that's my <laughs> okay, personal that's, bugbear. That's for another time. <laughs> but yeah, pickles is the new trendy topping when it comes to American pizza. Uh, one of the proprietors in Washington, D.C. said that, look, if you took it to your nonna in Sicily, she would spit <laughs> in your face. <laughs> and that's probably a fair characterization. Uh, but she says it's very, very tasty and definitely something to to try. It's most often served on top of a white or a ranch sauce instead of a classic red sauce. Not sure about ranch sauce on a pizza either. We might chuck a poll up on our Instagram later. Find us on at the squiz and let us know your thoughts. Squiz the day, Claire, what are you taking note of today? Look, Ed Sheeran certainly has his fans, but he has his detractors as well. Back in 2019, the Divide Tour became the most attended and the highest grossing tour of all time. He overtook you too, so that was quite something. I remember when that happened. Of course, then we went into COVID and no one was able to get together, so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what the next big tour is. He's holding firmly on to that record. I've gone for something musical as well. It's the anniversary of the Beatles performing their first ever gig as the house band in Liverpool back in 1961. They broke a a few musical records of their own in their time. That's all from us today. Have a good Tuesday. We will be back with you tomorrow. 